0: 10 minutes Hi, everyone!
1: This is the Daily Happy. It is Sunday, January first, twenty twenty-three. Finally! Wow! I'm Lulu Picard.
0: I'm Allison Burns. And
1: whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you.
0: Crazy 2023. <laughs> and if you want to be there for us during this new year, you can check us out on all of our social medias at This Is The Daily Happy or Twitter at This Is The DH. Click on those links, say hi, tell us, you know what you're looking forward to in the new year. And if you want to see anything else from us, you know, maybe we'll just do it. Sure. We don't know. We don't, you know, we
1: don't know what's happening ever. Well, we are about to hit a milestone because Uh on January 6th, it will be the five year anniversary of podcasting for Allison. and me. Crazy. Five years. And you know, what's funny is, um, People don't, I think, I think maybe if you're not a podcaster and you're just a podcast listener, it's, it's funny when we meet other people in the podcasting industry and we say, yeah, we started in
0: 2018 and people give us this look like, oh, you're one of the old ones. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Or I love when we go and they say, raise your hand if, you know, you've been podcasting for six months and then a few, and then it just keeps going up and our hands just stay up in the air. (laughs) Crazy.
1: I know. So uh, once again, it's, it's real bittersweet for us too, because we're entering our fifth year. I would say for the first time, but not really, but for, for the first time by ourselves. Yeah. Because we started off just the two of us and then yeah. we were like, huh, that's a lot of work. So uh-huh. then Ash came and joined us and that was amazing. And she kind of really brought us our, our first type, our first
0: stab at having a brand. Right. You know, she's the one that made yeah. us
1: like actually look nice when we left the house. No, I
0: know. And she like really did, yeah, like gave us colors and a theme. Yeah. And then our second producer helped us grow even more. And now we're going into this new year. Ooh. Just the two of us. Just
1: the two. But you know, it's full us.
0: circle. It's how we started. We
1: so. can make it if we we'll try. Cry. Just the two And we'll
0: cry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh no, we'll make it. We're excited to see what happens because uh we're we're just gonna think outside the box.
0: Yeah. See what happens absolutely. for the 10K. Who knows? It's going to be great.
1: All right. Speaking of thinking outside the box, I found a really cool article um, okay. about what young people with disabilities wish
0: clubs offered. Oh, yeah. Remember we talked about that mother who had started a club.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. She started it just for autistic children, I think. Yes. her child yes. was autistic. But, but – um, Because we work in special events and theater and things like this, this article was so interesting to me. So, for instance, there's this uh, young guy, he's 22, and he uh, he was born deaf, but he got a cochlear implant at five so he can hear a little bit. Oh, nice. And he went to a club that had an installation for people with hearing difficulties. What they did is they had um, a sign language interpreter. They had an installation allowing you to feel the music through vibrations. They made sure the venue was wheelchair accessible. They offered um, well-lit spots for people with visual impairment so they wouldn't feel lost, all that kind of stuff. And this guy said... I, I liked it, but it would even be more fun to have one of those floors with sensors that vibrate to the rhythm of the music so deaf oh. people can dance on rhythm.
0: That's cool. They
1: have them at a Dutch festival called Sensity.
0: I didn't even think of that. Right. That's really cool.
1: Um, so he Then they said, what would make clubbing easier for you? He said, well, if they knew how to deal with deaf people a little bit better, when a security guard wants me to open my bag, it'd be great if they understood I have to be visually told people in hospitality generally get very confused about these situations. They might start, they might start speaking loudly or in another language that doesn't help. The sign language no. gesture for beer is very simple and be useful if the staff knew it.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. I wish people were more sensitive to those type of things.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. And another guy who has a prosthetic leg says that he loves clubs that have places where you can sit and relax, where there's a lounge area of some sort so he can take a break and go sit down. Okay. I love that. I yeah. I love to take a break. Like I'm I'm ready for that, you know. Absolutely. Yes, please. <sighs> um, and another person who is who is deaf says for them About the biggest remaining. thing is that they can feel the music.
0: Ugh. I love that. I know that's because so- that's I feel like that's important for even, you know, for even musicians who can hear. So I can't even imagine for a musician a performer that needs to f- literally feel the beat how important that is. Mm-hmm. I, and I know I've saw a few, there's been a few people that I've watched who are uh, deaf, who do, who they wear bare feet, no shoes. Oh, so sure, they can sure. feel the beat underneath their skin, their connection with the floor. That
1: totally makes sense to me. Yeah. I understand that fireworks, trust me, this connects. <laughs> okay. I understand that fireworks are bad for the environment. Yeah. And so people really want everyone to transition to like lasers and
0: pro- oh. projected
1: light things.
0: Okay. Yeah, which yeah, I yeah. think
1: actually confused the birds. So don't get me started on that. Okay. But I miss hearing and feeling the fireworks. The, the old oh, fireworks. Because the old fireworks, yeah. there was like literally like a bang and it would set the car alarms off in the parking lot.
0: Oh, because it's so it was so loud.
1: It would, ha- it would have that boom, that a like boom. boom thing, you know?
0: Yeah. And that was
1: such a part of it for fireworks for me that now whenever I see a projected show or a laser show, yeah, it's pretty. Pretty. <laughs> but it just doesn't like, it's not all this, you don't smell the gunpowder. It's also that smell. Yeah. And the sound and the feeling. Yeah. That's what you lose. Absolutely. Anyhow, yeah, not everything can be virtual
0: I know, it's so true <laughs>
1: Alright, so I found an article, Allison That's going to scare the bejubies out of us Okay uh, But it's just science, it's just science Okay It's called 10 Bizarre Creatures That Washed Ashore in 2022 Okay I know, there are these things So first of all, it starts off easy Like a white humpback whale Okay So it's like a humpback whale Sure. It's white. A half-eaten giant squid. (laughs) Why? I don't know.
0: I don't, yeah, I don't know either. And
1: then just a whale's stomach. Ah. Can you imagine walking up to that?
0: No. I don't even know if I would know what that looked like. They
1: found it in Cornwall, England. And it looks like... It you know what? The word is probably in this article, and I don't like that because this is a science. It probably article. looks like something. It says a strange alien like blob that washed up on a UK beach was probably a pile of whale guts, according to experts. Ah, uh, wait a minute. Minutes remaining. Why wouldn't so you they know that? How, that? They don't know. But that's got to be knowable.
0: Well, maybe uh, at first glance.
1: This is a summary mm. article of everything that happened in 2022. Like they've like, already,
0: it should be something they know. <laughs>
1: there's no way it should be probably. Like that seems to be very simple. You put that under a microscope. You say, is that a whale stomach or is it not? A Let's compare it to all the other whale stomachs we've ever looked at. That's how science works, right? Yeah. There's no probabilities in science.
0: I I mean, there it is. But yeah, that's kind of gross. Also, it just looks like um. You see it? They show you a picture. Yeah, I'm
1: looking at it. I'm looking at it. No, I'm going to describe it in a way that that you'll just understand. Okay.
0: Okay. It
1: kind of looks like, um, if you had water balloons that were milky white,
0: uh huh, and they were
1: very big, like the size of a dog, <laughs> and they were filled with water, and then they were deflated. That's what it would look like. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's still kind of gross. It's what actually, do they do with that? How did they dispose it? I think
1: the description of that was grosser than the actual That's picture.
0: That's true. Yeah, it's true. That's true.
1: It's I true. don't know how they disposed of it. Okay. Also in New Zealand, um, hundreds of tiny penguins, more than 500 of the world's smallest penguins. 30
0: seconds remaining.
1: And they yeah. and they all got really... um. Climate. They, what it says is there was an increase in ocean surface temperature, so their prey mm-hmm. was forced into deeper and colder waters. And these little penguins couldn't survive in the deeper, colder waters, chasing oh. their prey.
0: They show Ten, pictures of that, too? Nine, yeah, they're,
1: they're so cute. Eight, they're these tiny seven, little penguins. Six, I mean, there's nothing uh, in the picture to indicate four, scales, so they could three, be giant, but two, they say that they're little. One.